episode 260 of taking the charge podcast with you from tel aviv israel i'm david hein of high news thank you for stopping by yes last day in tel aviv last full day in tel aviv uh looking off into the waves coming in from the mediterranean onto the shorelines of northern uh, tel aviv uh thank you fiba for putting me at, up at the hilton fantastic uh hotel um direct on the beach uh, I know, tough life. Um, yes, so last day here uh, in Group B of the FIBA Eurobasket 2017. And um, yeah, should be a good one. And can't uh, can't wait for, for the games to go down today. The final trio of games uh, that I will be watching live at uh, FIBA Eurobasket, Eurobasket Ball. FIBA Eurobasket and uh, heading home tomorrow, Thursday, to um, to watch the rest of the games on uh, live basketball TV and uh, continue to, to watch all the excitement and actually really have a chance to, to concentrate on, on all the games that are going to be played, which is cool because, you know, having the one group you know, you really focus on the one group. You don't see as much of the other groups. Um, but this way you, you know, there's four games. And uh, on the two quarter, on the two round of 16 days. Which, you know, it's a long day of, of watching basketball. But hey, you know, worst things to do in the world than spending what almost 12 hours uh, in front of your screen watching basketball uh yeah saturday and sunday four games each starting at 12 30 um that'd be central european time and last tip off is at uh looks like 12 uh 9 30 p.m so yeah 12 32 mm-hmm, yeah let's see 9 30 11.30, yeah, almost uh, a, a good 11 hours of uh, of uh, continuous hoops. So <laughs> definitely worse things. Uh, so, yeah, uh, um, just before we get too much further, let you know how, uh, how you can get in contact with the show. You can go to uh, reach me on Twitter. That's at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. There's the Facebook group. Uh, just put in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast, and you can find us there. You can rate and review the show on iTunes. You can go to the website, highnews.com. You can reach out on email, highnews at gmx.de. And you can become a Patreon, support the show. 
And of course, that would be very much appreciated. And that is patreon.com slash taking the charge, all one word, patreon.com slash taking the charge. So, yeah, um, you know, there's so 13, 13 of the 16 spots in the in the uh, final phase have been have been uh, determined already. I think the only spot secure is uh, Spain in first place in Group C. Otherwise, nobody um, has secured a spot um, in the um, in the um, in the list of games. Um, I think three teams. No, no. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, six teams have been eliminated in Group A. You have um, Israel. Um, you have uh, Iceland in Group B of Israel, and then in Groups C and D, those are both decided as far as the four teams that are going through. So um, Romania and Czech Republic in Group C and Group D. The eliminated teams are Belgium and Great Britain. Um, yeah, just. You know, been been kind of watching the other ga- games on, um, I guess the, the the off days here in groups A and B. Have been able to watch some of the games more, um, watch more of the first off day on um, uh, on Friday, and then a little bit on Monday. Uh, not quite as much. Uh, was kind of running around doing some interviews and had some other things that were that were going on. Also, fewer interesting games. That uh, first game, the first game day um, over in inclusion, Istanbul was was pretty pretty exciting. Whereas the uh, the last one um, on what was it Sunday, I guess no Monday. You know, you had the you had the um, Serbia Turkey game. And that was pretty much it. So, I haven't really been able to watch everything. Um, just some of the my views. You know, Slovenia um, seems to be looking really good. Dragic has been just phenomenal. Uh, Doncic, um, you know, seems to be okay. And um, you know, you think if you think about this, this is his first tournament that he's playing for for the the national team. You know, it's having to get used to guys. I know he played in the in the preparation games and all that, but you know, the big stage and everything else, expectations, high expectations, whatnot. Finland, um, you know, I've only watched like probably about twenty minutes of action, maybe thirty minutes of action, and uh, you know, Markin is just so amazing. And to think that he really just turned twenty one, twenty, and uh, is already, you know, just a total leader in that team and, um, you know, playing in front of, you know, almost 12,000 or, you know, somewhere in that 10, you know, 11, 12,000, um, spectators and, and doing the things that he does hitting jumpers, you know, in the final seconds of the game, uh, to send it to overtime, you know, bringing his team back from eight points down in the final minute, just <laughs> amazing. And I mean, I'm not even watching it live, so can't even, you know, really get an idea how he how composed he is and whatnot in the actual atmosphere of the whole thing. <coughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, France, I uh, I don't 
think I've really seen other than you know the end of the game against the end of the game against Finland. So I really can't say too much about them. And uh, so Greece and Poland, those two teams will play for the final spot in Istanbul. Um, and really haven't watched either of the teams, so I can't, really can't say too much. Also, is um, Iceland can't um, you know you know would have been able would have loved to have watched uh, Helenison, but again, like I said, just haven't been able to, to spend too much time watching the Group C. I'll talk about Group D since I since I, since I've been here, um, but, uh, but come back to that. Group C, you know, Spain, you know, clear dominance and never really challenged. I guess a little bit of that Croatian game, um, but you know, you wonder how much the coach was, you know, just not really doing things that he, you know, was testing things and whatnot. You know, maybe even Croatia was doing some of that. Um, Spain, four uh, zero going into the game against against Hungary. Uh, Croatia, you know, Saric and Bogdanovic have been the two main guys. Haven't really watched much of them either. Actually, none of them. And um, I know I did watch the end of the the second half, most of the second half of the Hungary game. And you know, Saric was the guy who stepped up when when Hungary had made their um, had been sticking around, and then and then the fourth quarter, Saric kind of. Had a couple of big plays. Montenegro, none. Uh, but you know those two bigs with Vucevic and and Dublovic, and then you also have Rice and Ivanovic. You know it's a nice little group there. You know they got blasted by Spain, but you know I think a lot of teams are going to get blasted. A lot of good teams are going to get blasted by Spain, so I think they're pretty good team. Uh, Romania didn't expect them to do much, and and they haven't. And Czechs also, you know, without Vesely, I didn't really have high expectations for them either. I think I did actually have them go through. I can't remember exactly what I picked in Group C. So, you know, not really too much surprised. You know, Hungary, you know, Hungary or Czech Czech Republic, one of those two. But I think the, you know, one-two combo for the Hungarians is better than the one, one and then what combo, I guess, if you will of the Czech Republic without Vesely there. You know, Sataransky just doesn't have the other guy to go to. Group D, just fantastic. <laughs> Super high-level guys. You, know, you look at you look at Serbia, Latvia, Turkey, and Russia. Those are the four teams going through Belgium. Great Britain, you know, have shown, uh, the, from the games that I saw, shown at, at, at stages. I watch, actually, the, the, the Britain... The Great Britain comeback against Latvia, where Latvia, you know, they gave up a 29-point lead. It was 29 or 26-point lead in the final 11 minutes, and, and Britain had a chance to make it a three-point game, I think, in the final minute, missed. And so Latvia, who had to bring in their starters again, like in the last two, three minutes, because the game had totally um, gotten out of their hands. And... Um, so, but you know the, the the time that I've been watching it, you know Perzingis has been fantastic. Tima has been awesome as well, uh, and then you have the Berton brothers, you have Strelnix. So I mean, this is a team that you know just hope that they get a pretty good draw. You know, at Group D and at the fight for Group D, 
is just avoid the fourth place, which gets them, which would give them uh, uh, a matchup against Spain in the in the round of 16. So, uh, pretty clearly an exit from the tournament. So uh, clearly they don't want to finish fourth. Turkey, watch the Russia game, and uh, did I watch anything else? A little bit of the Serbia game, and you know Turkey, you know those young guns with with um, Korkmaz, Osman, uh, drawing a blank on uh, um, Sepahi. You know, there it's an exciting group. You know, you have. You have Erdan in the middle, and um, so you know there, there's a it's an interesting group there with um, for the Turks, but um, you know love the love the, the the Russian team. You know you you don't have. I'm not gonna say that Shved is a diva. He's kind of kind of bordering on it, but you know he's a great player, and uh, but you have Ron Savage and. Fridson and you know just all these Moskov and you know it's just a great great group of, of guys and you know players who totally accept their roles I think Voron Savage is probably one of the most underrated players in European basketball for years now and uh totally refreshing coach if you if you if you haven't watched also all the press conferences are live uh are, are live and on demand on on YouTube so on the FIBA channel so go and watch the press conferences of the Russian uh of the Russian national team so the post game press conferences cuz uh coach um um Bazarezovich is is just <laughs> fantastic he's so relaxed loose and um uh, it's refreshing it's refreshing to see a coach who's just so um not full of himself you know and 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 you know takes things uh, is just lighthearted and 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 isn't too, um, you know, doesn't take things. You can ask you can ask him sort of a even a silly question and you get and and I'll just just go back and watch it. You know, having having so here in this group, you you know, for, for me, I have, um, I have uh, Merzine who is from Ukraine and you know just um. Struggles a little bit with the English. I'm, I imagine he could probably be a little bit more of a character if he's um, uh, if he's speaking Ukrainian. I, I don't know. Um, probably the same, a little bit with Adamidis, the Lithuanian coach. Uh, Georgia Kosteros has been fantastic. Um, Israeli coach, um, out of energy, but really strong and sort of demanding and, and bordering and pushy. Um, Germany Fleming has been is is fantastic de- to deal with, and Messina is is a very um, strong-minded, straight, and you know you have to be prepared and um, ask a a dead-on question. And uh, without a hint of, you know, not knowing what you're talking about, because otherwise he'll come back and give you a little rip, which you could say is is fair or not. Just depends um, on your sort of on your mentality towards uh, reporters who are at these competitions. But 
Uh, anyhow, so Bazarevich is, is just fantastic. So go back and, and you know watch the press conferences from from the Russian games and and, and enjoy. Um, yeah, so Serbia, Latvia, Turkey, Russia, those four teams. Again, the fight is to avoid last place, uh, fourth place in the uh, in that group. Over to Group B, uh, B talked a little bit about the coaches. Um, so Lithuania, Germany are, I think, checking right now, but I believe the only two who um, can finish first. Uh, Germany, Lithuania, Germany, Lithuania, Germany, Lithuania, Germany, yes. So only those two teams can finish first. They play today, later today. Um, you have Italy, who uh, won their first two games and then lost two, and are um, but are also through. And then you have uh, Ukraine, and uh, so Germany. Germany lost to Georgia. Sorry, Germany beat Georgia. Germany lost to uh, Israel. Lost their sixteen-point lead in the final nine minutes. And um, and then uh, are now three and one. And so if they beat uh, if they beat Lithuania, they'll be first place. Um, and then the Georgians or the Ukrainians will go to go to Istanbul. Um, Israel is out. The Lithuanian team is really balanced. Um, Kuzminskas has been really strong here. Uh, Valanciunas has been fantastic all around. Um, defensively, he's been really, really good. Offensively, he's been, you know, as you would expect, dominant, uh, especially against a couple of teams here who are, you know, a little bit um, less less big. You know, Italy doesn't have any, any bigs. Israel really don't have any bigs. Um. Ukraine, I believe when they played Ukraine, uh, yeah, when they played Ukraine, Lithuania, uh, Kropstov didn't play. He was hurt. He was injured. His back was injured. So there was one last big there. Um, Germany, you know, they play today. So they have Voigtman, and, and uh, he's, you know, probably the only one who kind of matches up size-wise with, with Valanciunas. And you have, you have uh, Calientes, who has been, you know, I think I talked about it last week. I have to kind of, you know, continue on my, um, you know, Calientes is, is actually pretty good. And then otherwise the goal, the guys kind of just, you know, accept their roles and stuff like that, which is just, you know, strong. Um, and so he, I think uh, this this has been a really good team. Um, you look at uh, Italy, uh, Germany, Germany, you know, Schroeder has been really, really good. And except for a couple of a few minute stretches where a few turnovers and maybe a little bit of questionable shot selection, but you know, it's been really strong here off the court, a little bit different, but not going to really talk too much about that. Um, Ties has been fantastic here. Um, I think Boston fans are going to enjoy having him come in. Benzing start ahead of good first couple of games but he's kind of tailed off a little bit Feuchtman had his first really good game yesterday against Israel 
sorry, against Italy, not against Israel, against Italy. And yeah, again, other than that, you know, nobody's really, you know, been too strong. Bartel has been good for a couple of games here. Lowe has been a good game for a couple of games here. You know, again, role guys who accept their roles and, 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 and are doing that. that. They're a deep, deep team. You know, they have guys that can come off the bench and uh, give a couple of uh, a few good strong minutes. Steiger, for example, we haven't seen Steiger hit, you know, what he's capable of, of like, you know, three threes in a matter of, of you know, let's say, you know, 90 seconds. You know, he can nail three threes and totally change a game, the momentum of a game. So that's somewhere in there. Maybe he does that today. It would be interesting today, This you know, against um, – against Lithuania. Italy has a um, you know core four that everybody knows. We'll come to, kind of come to that later on in the uh, interviews. Um, you know, you have Melli, Bellinelli, Datome, Tackett, you know, there's Cousine and Aradori who people also know, but you know, Ariel Feloy, for example, has been fantastic here. Thirty year old Argentinian born uh, won the championship in in uh, in in Italy with Venice. And uh, making a senior national team debut, he was on the under twenty team that won. I think it was second place in, I believe, two thousand eleven. No, some can't remember exactly ten or eleven somewhere in there. Uh, also, Paul Belica has been pretty strong. Um, also, first time here, Christian Burns has also given some good minutes um, as another debutante. So you know. But they're very sm the small team. They're you know the to um you know Melly is having to play a lot of five you know when Cousins off the court off the floor, and you know <laughs> that's, that's not what you want if you <laughs> if you if you want to go far. But a, another team that you know was they're but so they're so reliant on their outside shooting. You know Bellinelli and Datomi were fantastic in the first two games. Where they won, second two games where they lost, they were less fantastic, to put it mildly. So they're really reliant on their jump shooting. And, um, you know, they play They play Georgia today. Georgia, you know, and they're through. Uh, Georgia, there's a scenario where Georgia can lose and still go through. But Georgia, you know, they know that they're going to want to they know that they're going to want to win this game and uh, and go through on their own power. So I can imagine that uh, Georgia is going to pound the ball inside because because of the the size uh, advantage that they have. Uh, Ukraine Ukraine's been been better than I thought than everybody feared they were going to be. Um, Artem uh, Pustyev uh, has been really really good. Uh, Lukashov had one really fantastic game that was against uh, uh, da, da, da. that was against Georgia where they beat Georgia. He was, was fantastic after two really subpar games, and, and um, Lupiov, Lupovi. Sorry about the pronunciation of that for my uh, Ukrainian listeners. Uh, rock solid veteran, you know. So it, it's been a better team than I had than I had expected, and um, but I still think it, that Georgia, despite having the lack of depth, um, is still the better team than than Ukraine. And I think it would be 
you know, I think it'd be, I think Georgia would have a better chance of winning a game in the, in the uh, knockout phase, in the final phase, um, than Ukraine would. Uh, Israel uh, fan support has been fantastic here in Tel Aviv. You have to really, you know, tip your hat to them. Caspi's been great. Richard Howell has been fantastic. Uh, revelation for me. I didn't know him at all. Um, Eliyahu really hasn't done that much. Uh, also getting up there in age. Mikel. Uh, Dawson is pretty interesting. How old is Dawson? Gonna check that really quick. Um, but Dawson's been uh, been interesting. Wonder how. Um, so ninety three. He's twenty three. So he's got some years ahead of him. He is at Rashan. So imagine that pretty soon he'll probably be moving to another bigger team. Um, yeah, so, uh, it, it's too, I can't really say, you know, who I think is going to reach the, the semifinals just because, you know, there's no idea who, who's going to face who, and the matchups are going to be so important and actually who they face, who face each other. Um, and so Thursday, next week, uh, so Tuesday are the quarter Tuesday and Wednesday next week Tuesday and Wednesday are the quarterfinals. So we'll, next show will be before the the second two quarterfinals. So you know, miss all around the 16 as far as predictions go, but can then talk about the quarterfinals and semifinals. We will have one semifinal set before the next show. Um General tendency, I'd say, um, I would say, Slovenia. It'd be interesting if Slovenia face uh, Georgia, because Slovenia coach um, Igor Kokoskov uh, obviously was hugely responsible for the development of Georgia basketball, a long time Georgia national team coach. So, you know, if there's a, there's a Slovenia, Georgia matchup, that's definitely going to be uh, fascinating in the basketball standpoint. Whether, you know, I haven't seen Slovenia enough to really say whether or not they can go, you know, go to the semis. Um, Lithuania, I think can go to the semis. Germany, I think, can go to the semis if Schroeder plays within himself and accepts that he has to let everybody else contribute. Spain, I think, are in the semis already, right? <laughs> um, and um, um, I could see, I could see three of the, nah, three. I could see, I could see two, maybe maybe three. I could see three of the teams from Group D. Reaching the semis too again, depending on the matchups. You know, Serbia's played um, pretty strong, and um, you know, Machvan Bogdanovic, um, you know, just a really super unit, uh, Marjanovic. So, you know, and this Russia team, man, if Shred plays within himself, you know, similar to, to Schroeder, if he can play within himself, and 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 everybody um, is able to do things. You know, you have a, a, a you have a 
a scoring point guard who can get others involved and a big man. And, you know, Germany sort of has the same thing, although I like Moskov as a, as a inside presence more than, 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 um, than Feuchtmann. Uh, Lithuania, you can say, kind of has that too. Kalnieta is with, with, um, with Valanciunas. Obviously, Schroeder and Sved are from a from a from a scoring um, potential uh, a little higher than Calientes. So, and then you know, which with with Doncic and 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 um, Doncic and and, and Dragic. Uh, so okay, so so Spain, Spain. Um, I think, or you know, I'd say almost a lock. But I could totally see Lithuania. I could imagine Germany. Could imagine maybe a France too, also with you with the Decolo Huerto, and then maybe a Russia, and then Latvia. You know what I mean? <laughs> with those shooters and Porzingis. You know, obviously they can they can you know go really far as well. So it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fantastic round of sixteen, and, and just totally depends on the matchups. And so it's really hard for me to say who I think is going to go to the semifinals because the matchups are so important. You know who you know who matches up with um, you know if if you have a team that's not big and you happen to get a team who's also not big, then your chances of going to the quarterfinals you know just jump up that much more um you know who does turkey get if they if they get spain in the in the round of 16 or if they are able to jump to third place um and then you know or even second place if they get up to to second place and avoid croatia and and um avoid croatia and spain you know then they're playing either hungary or 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 montenegro then their chances of going to the quarterfinals are that much higher so, you know, it's it's just way too hard to say right now who, who's um, you know, who's gonna go. You know, maybe after the quarterfinal, after the after the the last day of the uh, first round of the group phase, you know, I can post on on the uh, um, I'll post on Twitter and I'll post in the Facebook group, you know, my predictions of the quarterfinals of the round of sixteen. I'll do that and then you know. But just right now it's just impossible. So I uh, get to the interviews and then close off so that I, because I have some other things I need to get t- to do before um, before this gate this day starts getting too long. Interviews of the day um, this week um, going to two, two Italians, um, Luigi Datomi and Niccolo Melli, um, and then move to uh, Mindaugas Kuzminskas and finish off with uh, Omri Caspi. So Datomi Melli. Then Kuzminskas and Caspi. Hope you enjoy those, and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Um, another EuroBasket. Uh, this time, uh, knock on wood, play the whole time. Uh, maybe just thoughts about uh, being back in uh, the top competition in Europe. Yes, um, I'm very happy to be always here. It's not, I don't give it for granted. Um, it's the kind of same group of guys with some uh, new addiction. Um, nothing is. It's very nice to be here in a very high level of basketball. So everybody of us is very excited. Um, maybe. 
Talking about your expectations for this team, I mean, there's five guys who haven't played a major tournament yet. Um, you know, but you could also say, you know, they might not be known to other teams. Uh, in general, maybe the expectations for this team. Well, all the other, our players are uh, players that have played many years like professional, maybe not in national team, but they are uh, players that deserve this level. Um, that's why they're here. Uh, expectation, nothing. We are, um, I think our group is very balanced and uh, we're only to be focused first of all on Israel, first game. And then game by game, but we want to go ahead in Istanbul for sure, for sure. And then to see who we're going to meet and uh, think again uh, one game at a time. Um, how good is it for Italian basketball that, that you know guys like Abbas and you know even younger guys like that, but even guys like Filoy and 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 Pascola, you know that they're coming in. It's like new blood into this team. Mm. Ah yes, this is the direction the world is taking. Uh, um, uh, important thing is they feel Italian. They grow up like Italian basketball players. That's the most important thing. Um, there is some, sometimes like Chris is um, basically an American guy with some uh, uh, Italian blood from his parents. Grandpa, grand grandpa, I don't remember. Uh, but this is the the way the world is taking. So um, I have no problem with that. Since everybody is practicing hard and putting the desire and the will in practice, and to be here and to help the national team to achieve the goals is I'm good with that. Um, two years ago, you know, like we mentioned, you know, you weren't able to complete the tournament. What did you learn out of that that whole experience? Uh, well, nothing new. I mean, uh, that every ball counts, every possession is important, uh, that you cannot be superficial on anything if you want to succeed. Um, but these are things that uh, everybody we knew also be, uh, before that. Maybe if you leave it, uh, you're going to learn it quicker, uh, hopefully. Uh, last year, you guys you know, didn't have much much uh, practice uh, together, and, and went to the the qualifying tournament, where you know came up just short of the Olympics. Is there a little bit of unfinished, not necessarily unfinished business, but sort of like, oh, I wish we could have done something more there. Yeah, for sure, we didn't achieve anything, uh, honestly speaking. So um, we cannot feel uh, satisfied because we um, we didn't finish anything. Uh, last year is uh, another summer. It, of course, it's still in our mind, but of course, it's also right to go ahead and think about this year. Um, everybody's sorry how uh, last year finished, but this is a new competition. And I see it like a new opportunity. What do you want to do with it? What do you want to do with this team? What do you, how do you want to sort of help this team and lead this team here? Yeah, being myself, um, everybody knows the player that I am, um, the experience that I have, and uh, how I feel this team mine. Um, nothing, doing every, like everybody, all the players, doing the, everything they could to help, to help the team. Um, everybody say that, but and that's true, everybody try to do this. Last question, what does Italy do, need to do to be successful here? play good basketball and to play good defense is basic stuff, basic stuff but to be consistent uh, for minutes. Uh, thoughts about being here uh, in uh, in this group and a uh, couple of big names in this in this group, talk about uh, being here. Uh, first of all being in Eurobasket is always nice, it's something that everybody wants to be part of and uh, I think this is a very tough group. Is uh, I think Lithuania is the best team in the group, but all the others can either win or lose with everybody. So I think it's gonna be uh, a nice experience, and of course we're gonna try to do our best to overcome the group and with the best position possible. Talking maybe a little bit about 
what this Eurobasket means to you compared to the ones in the past? And and let's just start with that. Um, for me, it's just an honor. Is as all the other Eurobasket I play in, and I really don't like to talk a lot about me. It's just you know. Here you are, Italy, and Italy has to try to overcome the group and try to, you know, win as matches as as many games as possible. So this is this is it for me. As for me, it's just a huge, huge honor to be part of Eurobasket. Um, what's it What's it been like these last couple of years in Bamberg, sort of playing more with the ball, and uh, you know, and, and and how much of that you think you're gonna you're gonna be doing here, and and, and you know. Just as far as having a bigger role on this team and having a more important uh, part of, of, of whether or not the team's going to have success. Um, for sure, the two years in Bamberg were great for me, and I think also for the team because I think we're two good, two successful seasons. And of course, what I learned, what I uh, experienced in Bamberg, I will try to put it on the court, and I will try to put it uh, to let the team win. And you know, having more responsibilities is something that every player, every player wants. So I'm happy to you know have a bigger role. But as I said before, it's a matter of Italy winning or losing. It's not a matter of Melli or whoever doing something. Of course, I'm gonna try my best to let this team uh, win. What, what do you think? You know, this is a team that has you know a, a good core of veterans who have done a lot of things and then there's five guys who are making their major tournament debuts they're older guys though you know 30 28 whatnot so th they're experienced also winning Italian championships what do you think that 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 you guys are telling the I'm not gonna call them younger guys that's the less experienced guys just to just to enjoy just to take as much as possible from this experience and to have no pressure this is what we have to do honestly uh, as you said we have a big part of players that already been in Eurobasket but another big part of this team doesn't even know what it means and so we need just to take game by game one step after the other one and you know take it easy you know no pressure we have to try to surprise other teams and this is what we're going to try to do can that be an advantage that these guys are you know haven't been here so they might be unknown quali qualities if you will i don't know if it's going to be an advantage but we have to try to make uh, become a, an advantage this is what we have to do you know this is this is our goal and we have to try to um, bring the best of us on the court all of us you know and for sure i think it's an advantage not having pressure and mostly not putting on our self pressure this is the thing we have to do um last question you know this is your second season with coach messina obviously he's done so much in this game uh, what's it been like for you uh, uh and maybe how it's different this time around than it was last summer okay first of all last summer we didn't have time to practice because I came in in 10 days we practiced 10 days have four friendly matches or something like that and then we played so um, for sure you know being around uh, such important coach is something uh, nice for a player because you get to know other things and there is a learning every day uh, of course we are trying to, to put on the court what he's asking from us and uh, but for sure for me it's a big honor to be coached from him. I do have one more question. Do you guys feel like you have un unfinished business, you know, not being able to get to the Olympics last year and the only thing I feel is that we lost a big chance last year. But if we keep thinking about the past, we are gonna put on ourselves the pressure that we said we don't have to put it. So 
of course we want to do we want to prove that we are good but we don't have to think about it. we have to do it because we have we want to do it not because last year welcome to tel aviv thoughts about being here uh, just uh, in general expectations about uh, finally starting Nothing, just you know, happy that the final championship has come because you know we're playing a lot of friendly games and there was one problem when we were going here. You know, plane was broke and we missed one day, but but we're happy that finally we're here and just you know can't wait for the game. And I'm also happy that, that our group stages in Tel Aviv, where basketball is really is really popular, and hopefully you know the gym gonna be full and gonna be a lot of fun to play. Um, maybe what kind of expectations do you guys have? Obviously, you know it's it's a it's a it's a pres prestigious name and everything. Uh, maybe talk about the expectations. Well, we have a lot of new faces, but as you said, Lithuanian basketball is all the time really powerful, and expectations are the highest. And but but at the same time, there are maybe like seven nine teams with the same expectations like we are, and European Championship is. Like you gotta, you gotta catch your shape uh, in a really short period of, of time because um, it's not like a season when you can have up and downs. Here you just need to play your best game, and one game, for example, in quarterfinal, can can decide it was a good championship for you or not. So hopefully that we will, we will make the final four. It's like being back here for you, um, you know, another Euro basket, you know, this another chance to. Even even be more of a leader than than maybe last time. Well, you know, I think that our strength of the team is uh, that we don't have uh, like one leader, and every day different player can can be the best player of the team, and that's the kind of basketball strength that we're playing team basketball, not individual basketball. Last year you were in the, in the states uh, in the NBA. Talk about that experience. <laughs> well, great experience. You know. I, I'm just happy that year by year I'm going I'm going up, you know, and. I started with, with FIBA Europe tournament, then Euro Cup, then Euro League, right now NBA. So I'm happy that my career is going in that way. And just, just you know, I just don't want to stop because right now I'm 27 and I think that uh, my best years of my career are just about to come. What's the, what's the biggest thing you learn in that first season that's going to help you here? Well, just to stay positive because, uh, first of all, there are so many games that you cannot think about your past. Like if you're playing one game good or one one game bad, you cannot celebrate or you cannot be sad because tomorrow we have another game. So the, the same thing is here in championship. Um, maybe what does Lithuania have to do to, to be successful? Just be tough, be tough, uh, share the ball, be unselfish and that's the most important. Be tough in defenses and then share the ball in offense, and I think that's that's our key. Sharas uh, uh, made some headlines uh, a few months ago uh, about uh, family being so important. I uh, was just wondering what your thoughts about uh, Donatas going to, to see his to see his wife and have the the baby there in in, in Houston. Uh, what do you think about that sort of a family, uh, you know, being so important? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's true. That that I think. For everybody, family is, is thing number one, and you know it, it can happen only once in your lifetime. You know, for example, 
like, like this case of Donatus, you know, I'm with him and and hopefully that he'll come back with good emotions and he'll help our team even more. I think it's better to go there maybe and to be with the city instead of being here and worry about his wife, about his family. Especially with the situation there and everything. Yep, so you know, so I think we should understand him and the situation is, is like this right now. Welcome to Eurobasket at, at home. Awesome. Uh, how's it feel? Uh, it's an exciting time for all of us, you know, as Israelis, as, as fans of the game, and as, as, as part of globalizing the game. Uh, it's about time, and um, we're all really excited. Uh, what kind of ex expectations do you guys have on, uh, for, for this team and in this home first round? Well, I mean, you know, when we have some experience in your baskets and, and international games, uh, you know, it's extremely tough to, to predict in, in, in the first place. But obviously our goal, for the number one goal, is to, to play basketball the right way and, and, and show a good basketball to our fans. And, and that's what we focus on. And, you know, when, we, when you do that, you get good results. And, and we have a tough group and, and good teams are competing. And uh, But we have opportunity to just do something special. What's it mean for, for Tel Aviv and for Israel? To, to be hosting us, you know that there's tradition in the game here, passion and everything. And what's it like? What, what is it? What do you have a feeling that it means? It means the world. I mean, uh, as fans of the game, as all we all are, as as, as good PR as we need for for this country and, and sports. Obviously, it's a great connector between communities, and it always has been. And uh, we feel like it's a great opportunity to show how beautiful our country is, and and and, and show our support of the game of basketball. Uh, Yotam's here again, uh, the ageless wonder. Another one. Talk about him. You know, you've seen him. You know, probably grew up. Uh, not necessarily idolizing him, but you know, uh, just talk about him over the course of the whole the whole run. He's just you know been tremendous for him. I mean, he never took a summer off, and 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 you know, besides injuries two years ago for a European Championship, he haven't missed one. And I think it's his seventh, which is was kind of crazy number. I could even hate. But uh, Yotam has been amazing. You know, as a leader, as, as a friend to our team, as. as uh, as a guy that showed the young guys how to play the game the right way, you know, he never took a day off, and he always been the one that compete, you know, hard. And uh, we just need him to play at his best. We, all of us, yeah, but Yotam, you know, obviously we're talking about him, but Yotam as well. So uh, I'm looking forward for a good championship from him. What are some of the things that you learned from him over the years? So many different things. Most of the stuff off the court, you know, the way he carries himself, the way he, he handles adversity, the way he handles situations within the team. Yutam is a great leader and he's the type of guy that you can always count on have the right his head in the right spot. And, and it's really big, especially in a, in a short period of time that we go into a tournament like this. We play, you know, five games in seven, eight nights, uh, and you're going to have some ups and downs, obviously, and some some wins and losses. And you always need that guy you can always trust on and count on that he'll be, you know, at the right spot at the right time. The Israeli team uh, reached the final of the Under-20 European Championship. Uh, how much of that did you did you guys maybe take in as a team at all, or uh, and in general, what do you what do you think about that success uh, for for the country? Well, I think the success was tremendous. Uh, we have a lot of young guys that that should be the leaders of this national team in, in the very near future. And uh, you know, just in general, the basketball Israeli basketball has developed some some young talent the past few years. And we had a really good Under-16 cadets uh, tournament, and we had obviously Under-20. And, and under 18 are getting better so I'm looking forward for, to, to partner with these guys and uh, the under 20 to, to do what they did and, and show the, the world that they can play at this level 
you know, showing different, you know, skill sets and defenses and stuff like that. You know, they just from the coaching staff to all the way to the, to the 12 guy in the roster, they did a tremendous job. Is it something that you guys even say it's now it's our turn? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. I mean, it was a tremendous summer. I mean, really, I mean, you see those guys getting into the highest stage. You know, when I was under 20 and we played this tournament, we lost in Italy to Italy, and we still remember that. It still stinks and hurts. But now we have opportunity to do something special here at home, and, and we're looking forward for that challenge. Obviously, you're going to be one of the leaders of this team uh, in this tournament. Maybe just talk about what you what you want to give to this team. I want to bring my aggressiveness, you know, on both ends of the floor. I think I, I want to set the set the tone defensively. Um, you know, in our team, we have you know every, especially in, in, in the European in the European games, every night can be somebody else leading the team in scoring and points. But you know, as as a guy that played, you know, this is my third and fourth European Championship at that level, and then being in the league for years, now I want to set the tone defensively, play hard. Um, you know, like I said, set the tone and, and, and uh, you know, lead by example. Talk about that NBA experience for you and, and you know, playing at the highest level, you're, you've experienced it there as well. Talk about that. It's great. I mean, every every level you get to when and you play, so there's obviously great competition. And, and, and being in the NBA for, you know, going into my ninth year, uh, sometimes I, I got to, you know, kind of, you know, touch myself and, and to make them to believe it's real. But uh, I want to bring my experiences in, and now we have opportunity. I have an opportunity in our team to, to do something special and feel like our guys are in their prime or, or you know, they might be their last year's playing for the national team. And, and we all know that, and, and we all want to come together and do something special. Last question for Israel to be successful, what do you need to do? We need to defend. We need to defend. I think you know. I feel like our offense uh, dictates sometimes of our defense, and it's not as should be. It should be the other way around. Uh, our offense is predicated on ball movement and stuff, and our defense needs to, to take a step forward from our, our you know pre games uh, to that level. Uh, if we'll defend the right way, we're going to be able to we'll be able to score and uh, we'll be able to, to get a lot of wins. All right, great. Um... It's a little bit disappointing for the 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 for the Israelis that this last game um, for them doesn't mean anything. Basically, just a little celebration of them. You know, their last game hosting the EuroBasket. Um, so, in that regard, it's a little bit disappointing. Um, I I'm actually uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say happy, but I'm. I'm 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 relieved a little bit that the the edge, the passion and 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 excitement and 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 boisterousness is going to be a little bit uh more relaxed, a little bit less uh for that final game just because of the concentration level. For me just kind of, you know, it makes it a little bit easier to to focus and and not uh try to fend off um the uh the 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 very supportive uh, nature um, that the that the uh, Israelis have. Um, you know that being said, you know it's been it's been a great um, it's been a great atmosphere uh, and have definitely enjoyed my time here in 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 Tel Aviv. So uh, with that, I'm going to let you go. Uh, need to let you know what you're going to be listening listening to. So in in with the with 13 teams already having booked tickets to Istanbul or extending their stays in Istanbul, figured it'd be time to get an Istanbul tune in here. If you know the the band, they might be giants. You know, one of their big big hits was Istanbul. 
Um, and uh, so this one is a is a is a remake of that, and this is by the 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 the, the Joe Head Band, and uh, it's available on freemusicarchive.org. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoy the last two days of group phase basketball here at FIBA Euro FIBA Euro Basket 2017. Uh, next week we'll be back home in Regensburg, um, and we'll have watched. Uh, all the action on live basketball TV. And uh, so looking forward to talking to about it next week. And uh, enjoy. Um, we could have a go at Istanbul, maybe? What do you think? Okay. Battle!
This is Patrick Bauman, Secretary General of FIBA, and you're listening to Taking the Charge. Enjoy.